Knock, knock. Who's there? Abby. Abby who? Abby New Year! Wow. Oh, shit. Gosh. Hey, Jay, you know my resolution this year was to read more? Okay. So I put the subtitles on my TV. Okay. You know, my friend asked me where I see myself in the new year. How would I know? I don't have 2020 vision. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like one of my jokes. Beautiful. You sure you, sure you didn't write this? I might have. Okay. What's a corn's favorite holiday? I don't know. New Year's Day. New Year's? New Year's Day. Oh, boy. I was going to quit all my bad habits for the new year, but then I remembered nobody likes a quitter. Oh, gosh. Yeah, these are bad. It sounds like something that, like, Artie Lang would say. Two, know, that's two, why, that's two, push, two push-ups away from being Mark Hamill. Yeah, exactly. That's why we're not laughing. <laughs> Let's start <coughs> the show. Well, I know To all acquaintance be forgot and old. Uh, something Ang Lee. Lee. <laughs> All right, that's Ang Lee. Ang, Ang Lee. Is that what they were singing about? Is he a director? The yeah, the the ice harvest. No, oh, the ice harvest. That's right. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Everybody. Happy 2020. 2020. Here we are. Yes, we're here. Or as guest of the show, Paul would be. 10, 2010, right? He has 2010 vision. Okay. Yes. Or or as Bad Religion would say, 10 and 2010. Nice. <laughs> We're just tie, tying uh, everything in here. Yeah, tying it terribly, though. Okay, so <laughs> um, did everyone have a good... Did anyone see the ball drop? Or if you went to Hershey, did you see the Hershey kiss raise? That's a thing. Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Wife of the show and I, that's what we used to do. Yeah? Every year... Downtown um, Hershey shuts down, shuts down the road, and boom, they have a giant Hershey kiss that they raise up when the when the ball when the when the ball hits, when New Year hits. Well, I know what I'm doing next year. Really, you're gonna go up there? I think that'd be awesome. That's actually pretty awesome. Last the year we went, they had um, I don't know what the guy's name is. He's a singer. Live like we're dying. You know that song? Live like we're dying. You only got 27, 30. I don't even know where that band is, but, dude, it was freezing out there, and he well, was, was playing live. It was a sick, live. Uh, sick rendition, though. Thank you very much. I'm going to be doing a Carry Out Kai cover of that. So it's, This says it's by someone named Chris Allen. Okay. Yeah, Chris he, Chris with a K. Yeah, like, he, like culture with a K. Nice. Yeah. Culture pop? <laughs> culture pop. How do you, How do you spell, spell that? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that that's something that... Wife of the show and myself, that's what we do. We we usually go up to Hershey. That was going to be our thing for quite a bit. What about you? Do you have any uh, traditions? Uh, and since I've been driving Uber, I just work because <coughs> that's, that's a big money night. Okay. 
Um, but, I mean, any traditions? Oh, I got it. Now you drive. What did, did you ever do anything? Did you ever stay up late? Did you ever um, rock and roll and party I, I went day? through a period of about five or six years where I spent New Year's with uh, Freddie Vacant. Okay. And a friend of the show, Brandon. Nice. We would uh, take turns uh, crashing out of each other's places and watching stupid movies and stuff. That's awesome. That's what I was trying to get at. Not Uber stories, you son of a... Well, you don't want any Uber stories? But, dude. So listen, uh, it being a new year... Don't make me baker you, bro. Don't you dare say ass. <laughs> um, so I'd like to start the show with a quick metaphysical Megan Oh, update. please. I've been waiting for um, this. Her latest post, it's got 999 likes, so the We're Not Nordic account is going to go ahead and be like number 1,000 Happy here. New Year. Happy New Year, metaphysical Megan. We did something nice. That was um, our... In case you were curious, uh, she is embodying, <coughs> embodying the flow of her sexual waters. Um, she's been consciously cultivating and transmuting her sexual energy into higher ecstatic states through various tantric embodiment practices for nice. a while now. Uh, if we want to teach something, we must first embody it. My favorite things I have experienced since working with my own sacred sexuality and cultivation of my life force include... You ready? Go. Union and harmonization of my inner masculine and feminine attributes. Love-making sessions that last hours rather than minutes. Shout out to all the conscious men practicing semen retention and sublimation. Okay. <laughs> men, that, no. it's totally possible to experience orgasms without ejaculating. Uh, she's healing her own sexual shame. She's healing her relationship with her menstrual cycle. Um, she's experiencing short and pain-free moon or menstrual cycles with no PMS symptoms. Oh. Uh, more meaningful connections and relationships with others. I skipped a few of these, by the way. Well, I think I think she, she has a good outlook on her New Year's resolution. She's unlocking her own godlike consciousness. <coughs> well, maybe she she's, should keep that locked she's, up. She's very modest. She is. Uh, and very humble. For some reason, she uh, she starred out the word uh, the the letter O in God. I guess God is a curse word to a metaphysical Megan. Or maybe it's something that is flagged on Instagram. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Possibly. Who knows? Um, so she's full of shit. Like she, like she, uh, 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 tends like to the be. area she tans. <laughs> oh shit! Nice job. Slam. Nice duh, job. Duh. Thanks, bro. Um, but I, you know, I do, I do feel the need to check in on our our, our loopy friend Megan every now and again. And, and we will please, continue. And please, if anybody knows Megan, um, I would love to have her on the show. So that would be if, interesting. If you could, uh, if anybody can get a message to metaphysical Megan, maybe send it to her through. Um, not uh, nordicpod at gmail.com but I was Whoa. thinking send it to her um, Instagram like, no send it to her uh, mentally because she seems oh, she, she's a... reached a, she's reached a state of godlike consciousness well when the moon when there's a new moon we all and have to summon your eye like a like, like a, a metaphysical pizza pie right wow <laughs> <laughs> alright so what I thought we'd do uh, today, um, we don't have any news. We don't have any punching bags this week. Correct. But uh, we 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 have officially entered a new uh, decade. Right. Which and which is fucked up. It, did I did I? This is the fifth decade we've existed in as I people know. born in the eighties. Isn't yes. that isn't that weird to think about? My wife said that today, and she's like. She she started breaking it down to me. I was like, "Wow, I did not even think about that." Yeah, that was uh, that was something. That's some, interesting. Something I thought about driving late the other night. Wow. <laughs> so, 
I thought uh, I thought we'd uh, you know as my particular pop culture concentration is on movies, and you don't go to the movies nearly as much as me. I thought it would be, it would be funny to uh, uh, and informative to go through uh, each year of the uh, decade that's passed and do our top three films. Okay, I'm so, down with that. And I also have Spotify most streamed artists and most streamed female. I have all that stuff too. We could do that after of the de- of the decade of the deck. Yeah, the, the, oh shit. Damn, so this boy's to, tired. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy, I, I got a little crunked up last night. What can, <coughs> what can I tell you? You drank your sparkling yeah, apple juice. Apple peach, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, exciting. I know. Um, yeah, and then uh, if we we can do a quick uh, movies of 2020 preview if you want. Okay, Um yeah. So what do you want to do first? Okay, do you want to go down and you want to do our movies, or do you want to save that so we can coincide it with the new movies that are coming out and we'll, we'll just end it and say bye-bye? Well, let's do the, let's do the movies of the decade. We're going to start okay. in... Uh, the, the first year of the decade, 2010. Correct. Uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go back and forth, or do you want to just, I'll name my three, and you name your three? Sure. Yeah, we can do that, and then we, if you want, we can pick one out of there that we might want to discuss a little bit more about, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Uh, okay, go right. ahead. You go first. Okay, 2010, my top three films. Let's hear them. Inception. Okay. The Town. Scott Pilgrim versus The World. Okay. Mine are from 2010. 2010. Temple Grandin, Trash Humpers, The Crazies. Oh, that, The Crazies was good. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never heard of the other two. Okay. Now, what you want to talk about one? I'd like to talk about Temple Grandin. Tell me about Temple Grandin. Temple Grandin is about a girl with autism who creates a humane way of um, running a slaughterhouse. It is an, it's a true story. It's an excellent movie. It made me cry. I loved it, and I could watch it multiple, multiple I times. Smell a, I smell a future punching bag. So do I. I'm surprised you never saw it. I, I smell a future punching bag. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I don't know. Which one of these do you want to hear about? <coughs> you. Whatever one you really like. Uh, Scott Pilgrim is... is uh, so I've heard some people shit on that movie, but I can I can watch it again and again. It's uh, it's an interesting visual film. And right, the I, filmography in it is very... I think it's a lot of fun, and it's yeah. funny, too. Yes, I agree. I never saw it, but I do agree that the things that I've seen about it is very intriguing. Well, that was a box office bomb, so that could be that might that might be a uh, might be a punching bag as well. Okay. Uh, 2011. You go first this time. Okay, I got the gray. Oh yeah, sure. I got we, the artist. You like I, that one, huh? And I got Jack and Jill. With Adam Sandler. Yes. <laughs> Man, that that could be a punching <laughs> bag too, because I don't I don't. Okay. Uh, I know. Well, tell me why you like Jack and Jill. Well, well, that's the thing. I've never seen it. The, oh. This year right here was a year that I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. What are yours, 2011? Uh, Warrior, which is uh, an MMA movie starring um, Tom Hardy and Nick Nolte. Okay. Uh, the Descendants with George Clooney. Okay. And uh, Drive, Ryan Gosling. Okay, which one do you want to talk about? Well, which one makes you curious, man? Well, I like to, I like to talk about the gray on mine. Which tell one? me, tell me about the. I mean, I've seen the gray. Right, the gray but, is an excellent movie. Yeah. It's about a bunch of guys who are on a plane it's, from Alaska. It's the one with Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson's. They crash, and he is a wolf hunter for the uh, the oil oil company. Yeah, you know, yeah. While they're out there working on the oil lines, he's the guy that shoots the wolves, and he ends up. Stranded in the wilderness, and they're trying to escape what they feel is they're trying to get away from a wolf's den, 
but in reality, they're getting closer and closer to it instead of far away. It's another movie that I saw that I cried a lot at and I really enjoyed. Yeah, we were talking about that in, I think, the first Spencer episode. I couldn't tell if you were kidding or not. Oh, no, I was being honest. and That was, that was a blooper that we were talking about. Oh, that's right. That's right. That, that's, like I said in, in that blooper, I really questioned my life. Like, what the hell am I doing with my life? So that was a big turnaround. So what about you? What movie do you want to talk about? Oh, well, uh, Drive, um, <coughs> I guess it's kind of interesting because I saw Drive in the theater. Okay. And I didn't quite, uh, it didn't quite um, connect with me. And then I, I, I saw it again on Blu-ray and it's just, uh, it's a movie that, because it, 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 you know what it's about? It's about a getaway driver. Oh, okay. uh, he's like the best getaway driver there is, and uh, so what I thought what, what I thought going into it was it was going to be kind of an action movie, but it's not really that. It's more about the mood and kind of the the atmosphere of it. So okay. um, it's funny. I I remember uh, when. Uh, the Metallica Lou Reed album came out. Uh, Howard Stern was talking to Casey Armstrong, and there's a song on it called "Junior, Junior Dad,", Dad. Yeah. and he was he was saying that you gotta just li- you gotta listen to the song, and you gotta let it wash over you, right? And I think you gotta let Drive wash over you. Okay, you gotta like you gotta like really just succumb to the mood of it. And I I thought I think it's a damn good movie. It's got a re- really good score too. Really, and and we were talking about that the uh, the Junior Dad song doing a double punching bag too. We could we could yeah we could do. That that Album, we can do album. Lulu. I because I, I tried to listen to it once but never finished it. Really? Um, all right. Uh, 2012. Uh, I had Looper, Silver Linings Playbook, and Django Unchained. Okay. I had Tim and Eric's Billion Dollar Movie, Prometheus, yeah. and Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. Uh, I'll talk about Zero Dark Thirty. That was a movie I saw in the movies. It was so long. And, like, every time something, I was, like, as I was watching, I was, like, oh, my gosh, this movie's starting to get boring. Boom, something would happen that would drag you back in. Yeah. So it was very entertaining, and I enjoyed it. What about you? Oh, um, yeah, so Looper, do you know about Looper? That's the one where they can jump in and out and all that kind of stuff. No, that's, I think that's Jumper. Uh, same thing, right? So, no, so Looper, the concept of Looper is it's gotten so hard to kill people in the future with forensics that what the mob does is they hire people to time travel and kill the younger versions of the well so they hire people in the past and what they do is if they want somebody killed they time travel them back to the past and have the guy in the past kill them okay and so um what the, the title comes from the fact that when you retire as the that sort of hitman they send your older self for you to kill that's closing the loop Oh wow! You see what I mean? Oh, so, okay. Wow. Yeah. So the the, the, the <coughs> jo- Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the star, and his, Bruce Willis plays his older self, oh. who gets sent back to get killed to close the loop, but he escapes. So he's he's chasing his future self. It's a really fucking cool movie. Wow, that's interesting. Um, it's by uh, Ryan Johnson, who directed uh, the new um, Star Wars that came out last week. Cool. Uh, yeah, Looper, Looper uh, I don't think a lot of people saw it. Highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, okay, 2013, uh, Nebraska, Inside Lewin Davis, and Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, I have Sound City. Yeah, that's an awesome one. Evil Dead and Gravity. You know I never saw Gravity? I never saw it either. Hmm. But I'm saying I just threw it on there because 
Uh, I'd have to talk about Evil Dead. We talked about it before. It was all practical effects. They used no special effects in the entire movie. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool remake. Yeah, I'm, I gotta watch it again, because again, I saw it in the movies and didn't really... I guess I was hoping for more, and my expectations were let... You know what I mean? Yeah. My expectations were so high, so I need to watch it again to really give it a good watch. Okay. Um, Inside Lewin Davis is... Um, it's by the Coen brothers, and I like almost everything they've ever done. Okay. And it's... Um, it's about kind of a down on his luck, um, like folk musician in the uh, in the East Village in the '60s. Um, <coughs> I think he actually meets Bob Dylan at one point in it. Like it's that kind of thing. Okay. And it's just it's a really heartbreaking movie on a lot of levels. There's a scene. It's probably one of the. He goes and he travels a really long way to audition for this gig, this big gig that can really help him. And he does this performance, and he just he puts a, like it's just he puts his heart and soul into it. And the the promoter who's watching him play like just has this unimpressed look on his face. And it's you know <laughs> I've fucking been there, man. Right. <laughs> it's it's I got a, you. oh what a, uh, it's just a great movie. It's all black and white, and it's I I didn't have a ton of expectation for it when I first saw it, but. That's that's fantastic. Highly recommend Inside Lewin Davis. Nice. And Wolf of Wall Street's a lot of fun. Um, all right, what's your 2014? 2014, we got Jersey Boys. Mm. We got Fury. Fury. A movie we both haven't seen, and 1,000 Ways to Die in the West. Seth MacFarlane. Oh, yeah, I yeah. didn't like that movie. Didn't see it. Yeah. So, what I'm saying, like, again, these I didn't really go to the movies that much this yeah. time, so I'll have to say that, I mean, Fury's a movie I really want to see. Well, yeah, we'll have to work work that into the show somehow. All right, you go. Two thousand fourteen. Oh, two thousand fourteen. I wrote that I saw a lot, <coughs> a lot of good movies this year, and it was tough to pick. But I, I finally I went with Whiplash, uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel, and of course John Wick. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I saw John Wick in in the year, I was like, okay, that's on Chuck's. <laughs> that's on Chuck's. Oh, uh, Whiplash is um, it's about um, a kid that goes to a really prestigious um music observatory and uh kind of clashes with his um his instructor who's really hard on him and it's uh the uh the guy who played the instructor won an oscar it's it's a it's, i know i know i sound like a broken record here it's a great fucking movie well that's why they're on your list bro. <clears throat> um uh 2015 which may have been the reason <laughs> may have been the reason that i even uh, that this segment came to mind because here we go go ahead creed hateful eight Mad Max Fury Road. Oh my god! <laughs> I got Force Awakens, The Revenant, straight out of Compton. Hmm. The Revenant, Jesus, yeah. that was what a phenomenal movie. You like those outdoorsy movies, dude? Huh? That movie gave you the feels that you were out there. You know what I mean? I love that movie, start to finish. I could watch it bodaciously amount of times. Leo, right? yes, yeah. Um, twenty fifteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, hateful eight. Um, uh, I I heard some people say they didn't like this. Um, it's really long. I actually I I traveled uh, an hour to Cherry Hill to see it in uh seventy millimeter. You know the uh, the extra the extra wide format, which is how Tarantino filmed it. Right. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's um, it almost reminds me of Hitchcock in some ways because it's a bunch of characters kind of stuck in a small space, and uh, it's of course it gets really violent. It gets really violent at the end, like most Tarantino movies do. I got you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a big Tarantino guy, but I love that movie. So, 
Uh, how about your 2016? 2016. I know one movie on here is on both of ours. So I got 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I, I got, considered that one. I got Green Room. Yeah. And Don't Breathe. Yeah, Don't Breathe was cool. Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't see that. Of course I want to talk about Green Room just because, but what yeah. are your movies? Yeah, Green Room. Uh, I wrote that I actually had a hard time uh, with this year. Uh, Green Room, uh, Everybody Wants Some, and uh, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Okay. Oh, that's the, the comedy. Uh... Andy Samberg. Okay. Yeah, if you've never seen that, I might punch and bag you with Ooh. that sometime. Cause... See, I really hate Andy Samberg. He's one of those guys that he's the mob mentality of, this guy's funny. You don't like him? He's funny. He's a mob mentality kind of guy, I feel. I think Hot Rod's really fun. And you know what's funny is I thought Hot Rod looked really stupid. And then from the trailers, like, I wasn't even going to bother with it. Then a couple people I trusted were like, yo, this movie's really funny. And well, they say that about Super Troopers, too. And I thought that movie was flawless. Yeah. The first one, so. So have you never seen Hot Rod, either? No, I have not. All right. Well, oh, the, boy. we'll put a pin in that. <coughs> we'll, t- we'll table, <laughs> we'll table that. that. I got you. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, yeah, so Green Room, I mean, we've been over Green Room. Of course, it's, it's yes. Fu- it's fucking sweet. Yes, needs to be seen. Uh, 2017, The Big the big Sick, uh, Get Out, yep. and John Wick 2. Okay, I got Get Out, Wonder Woman, and Dunkirk. Did not see Wonder Woman or Dunkirk or Get Out, but wanted to see. I oh. mean, I thought Wonder Woman looked yeah, those like were all visually, good. like that the whole war scene, you know, when she's running through and killing. Yeah, those are all good movies. Yeah, yeah so for sure, um, the big sick um, is uh, Kumail Nanjiani. <sighs> yeah, that's another guy who everyone forces down your throat that says he's funny. Yo, did you see that new picture of him now that he's starring in the Marvel movie? No, here let's, not. let's 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 make a quick digression. Okay, here. he's gonna make a digression real quick, folks. I listen, guys. Why don't you get a list going? Send it to us. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to know what I you wanna, guys like. Exactly. NotNordicPod uh, at gmail.com. Oh, my gosh. He's <laughs> sending me a picture of him. and I studied his abs for a minute. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's interesting because he, he he wrote a long post about it, and, like, he, he you know, he basically was like, look, I had the best trainers and nutritionists in the world working with me for free for a year. Okay. So he's like, I, I like that I look like this, but I understand why most people don't. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I, I thought that was a, a sort of a, a, a woke way of, ex- of acknowledging your jackness. Anyway, The Big Sick is about uh, how him and his wife met. It's like a dramatization of it. Um, she, they, they had been dating and she, uh, ends up having, having <coughs> some, some sort of illness she's not aware of and ends up, uh, falling into a coma for quite some time. This is it a true story? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's really good. I, I can lend it to you sometime if you want. Okay. Um, 2018. I got Super Troopers 2. Okay. Hereditary and Green Book. Did not see Green Book. Did not see Super Troopers. Hereditary is gnarly. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, 2018, sorry to bother you. Uh, bad times at the El Royale and uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, sorry to bother you. Is fucking, That's okay. Go yeah. ahead. What do you want to talk about? Oh, my God. Uh, fuck my gosh. off. Who's um, on first? E. Yeah, so sorry to bother you. Is dirt, <coughs> That's dirt. okay. What do you want to talk about? Oh, my uh, God. What do you want to talk You want to talk <laughs> no, about Hereditary? No, I mean, that's the only movie I saw, but no, I don't want to talk about it. It's a pretty fucking sweet movie. Hereditary? Or sorry to bother you? Both. What do you want to talk about? 
Um, no, <laughs> oh, bad times at the El Royale is a decent Tarantino ripoff with a good cast. How's that? Okay. Okay. Sorry to bother you as well. No, seriously, I don't know what, I know anything about that movie. It's, it's tough to explain. Um, it's directed by a guy named Boots Riley, who was okay. in a, um. Interesting. Boots Riley. Boots Riley was in, I'm trying to think, he was in like kind of a very politically oriented hip hop group called, uh, The Coup. That's okay. the, that's the name. And um, it's it was the first movie he directed, and it's about this guy. It takes place in kind of a bizarre alternate reality, and it's about this guy who gets a job as a telemarketer. He's a black dude, and he discovers um, that he can sell things a lot if he if he uses what's called a white voice. Okay. Um, and it's actually like. I think David Cross... No, Patton Oswalt actually does his white voice. So when he puts on his white voice, it's not actually him talking. It's oh, Patton, Patton Oswalt. Oswalt. Wow, that's really interesting. It's um, an interesting concept for a movie. And then it, 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 it goes fucking haywire back <laughs> through. It takes... The, there's such an insane plot twist halfway through. And basically, really? like, whether or not you like the movie is going to depend on whether you hang with the plot twist. If you're like, yo, this is awesome, then... See me, I was like, this is so insane. I love it. But okay. I can see some people being like, oh, that's a little much. Right, I got you. Um, I think that was on Hulu last I saw, so... If, if that's something that interests you. Uh, okay. And finally... Yeah, 2019. 2019. What do you got? Uh, Booksmart, a movie I just saw the other day, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. And John Wick 3, of course. Nice. And so what do you have? I have Us, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and Ford vs. Ferrari, I guess, because everyone says Ford vs. Ferrari is, like, really mind-blowing. Yeah. Your, was... your review... My other friend's review, so... Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I've, I was going to give my opinion on it. I forgot. It. I'm already on record via, via, chill, yeah. via chilling with Chuck. You are. Um, yeah, uh, Us was cool. I saw that a couple of times. Didn't get to see that. Scary Stories Hell in the Dark, though? Entertaining. Yeah, you know what I found out via uh, following people on Instagram is that uh, Chuck from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is dating Kevin Smith's daughter. Okay. <laughs> Very random, but... Uh. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's our list, y'all. Well, I was going to talk about Uncut Gems, actually. Go ahead. Because, um, actually, I, I want to hear about that. I really, really like that movie. Really? Um, yeah, it's because I actually... So I watched Uncut Gems, and then I liked it so much, I actually went back and watched it. The directors are Benny and Josh Safty. And uh, they have another movie called Good Time that came out a couple of years ago with Robert Pattinson. Okay. That's, that's on Amazon Prime. And I actually liked Uncut Gems so much, I went back and watched uh, Good Time same day. Um, and they're both fucking awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Uncut Gems is Adam Sandler. And he might get nominated for an Oscar for this. He, really? he, like He's that good in it. He plays a... Um, a, um, a a gem broker or a jeweler or whatever you call that okay. in New York and he's got a really like debilitating gambling problem and the movie is just him like getting himself in deeper and deeper shit as it goes Ooh, and it's like it's very uncomfortable because I'm getting uncomfortable as you're it's explaining it's anxiety inducing yeah, I'm, like, fe- I'm feeling it as you're describing like, it uh, like it's really like and good time is the same way like it's just it's so fucking tense. It's right. it's wild. Damn. And uh yeah, so anybody anybody looking for a movie to see that's already seen uh Star Wars, Uncut Gems is fucking fantastic. And I am uh, now a very 
very big fan of the Safdie brothers. Cool. That's awesome. Um, okay, so I guess we'll take a second here because uh, my voice is starting to get a little... I'm going to take a little fizzy drink, and we're going to... Uh, okay, drink we'll, some pop. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. And, and we're back. We're ba- happy, happy New Year. Happy New Year still, guys. It's still New Year. Still New Are Year's. you watching the Twilight Zone marathon? Are you? What episode are we on? Are we on in the eye of the beholder with the nurses? Are weird looking? Are we on the one with uh, the gla- when Mer- Burgess Meredith breaks his glasses? Are we on the one when the, the guy goes back to the concentration camp and he says... Oh, that's a good one. I killed you. Yeah. Are we on the one where uh, William Shatner sees something on the wing? Or in the one with William Shatner goes to the diner and keeps asking that little question thing? Can they leave? Are we on the one with all those weird characters and it turns out they're just toys inside of a bag? Ooh. Oh, shit, oh. I spoiled the ending on that one. Is it a bag or is it a trash can? Trash can. That's okay. it. Yeah, okay. five characters in search of an exit. Oh, yeah. Are, are we on the one where people think Ma, aliens are invading and then we're led to believe that it's just them being paranoid, but then it turns out it's actually aliens making them paranoid? What's that one called? You the, and Spencer. The monsters are doing Maple Street. Street. All, right, All right, so, so. What, what are we talking here? <coughs> we're talking Spotify, y'all. Spotify, the, so, the popular audio streaming uh, uh, app application. So, Spotify put out the list of the most streamed artists in 2019. Okay. Okay. So let me, let me just go through the list of. Let me just let me say the category and just go through the list real quick. I feel like I'm going to be as lost here as you were in the as you were in the movies of the decade segment. Uh. Okay. Most streamed artist number one, Post Malone. Of course. I enjoy him. Do you? Number two, Billy Ellish. Yeah, that's a that's a woman, right? It's a girl, yes. Yeah. And as the Van Halen people say, how dare you not know us? There was a girl uh, in my gym class that I subbed in a couple weeks ago wearing one of her hoodies. Okay. Did you hear the whole story about Billy Ellish was on Jimmy... Well, not Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy... Um, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. The, the less funny one. And, ooh, burn. Shots fired. Pew, pew. But they ask, can you name one Van Halen song? She says, I don't know who that is. And all the Van Halen fans were getting angry. I'm getting a little angry. Oh, here, take a second. Name a Billie Eilish song. Boom. You know? There it is. It's the same thing. You don't know her song? She doesn't know their song? Come on now. All right, number three. Ariana Grande, bro. Sure. Okay, number Where's four. Where's Ariana Vente? Oh, shit. Dude, don't even get me Ariana Tall. Wow. <laughs> wow. That should have been the opening joke. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, number five, Bad Bunny. No idea who that is. It sounds like a DJ or something. Okay, most streamed female artists, y'all. Billie Eilish. Ariana Grande. Ariana Tall. Uh, number three, Taylor Swift. Number four. I like Taylor Swift, I'm not going to lie. Camila Cabello. And number five, Halsey. Oh, right. Uh, Bad, Bunny. <coughs> Bad Bunny is Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio. You oh, got, okay. You got enough names, Bad Bunny? Oh, boy. He's a, he's a Puerto Rican Latin trap and reggaeton singer. Okay. Most streamed male artists. Ready. Number one. Post Malone. Post Malone. Number two. Take a guess. Um, Wrong. Ed Sheeran. Oh, <laughs> number, God, he sucks. Number three. Bad Bunny. Number four, Khaled. Number five, Jay Balvin. Oh, he was on uh, Fuck That's Delicious once. That's all I know about him. Okay. Most streamed tracks. Oh. Top five. 
Number shake, one. Shake it off. Number one, Senorita by Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez. Fuck, I'm old. Number two, Bad Guy by Billy Eilish. Number three, Sunflower by Post Malone. What is this? What's your name? I don't know. <laughs> Try it something. Number four, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande. Ariana Tall, dude. Ariana Tall. Number five, Old Town Road, of course. Oh, yeah. I, I have heard that one. You have? <laughs> Do you like it? No. Okay. Most streamed albums, Billy Eilish, When We Fall Asleep. Where do we go? Should we both listen to a Billy Eilish album just for the hell of it? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, wife of the show, Melissa, she played me a few songs. It's kind of, it's more up my alley. I don't know if it'd be up your alley, though. Yeah, dude. You know what uh, I mean? I'm, I'm a little too punks for that P-U-N-X. No, no, I don't know. You might like it. You might. <laughs> I do like Taylor. Okay. I think Taylor's got some jams. She's a different realm, though. She's more of like this, uh... This, like, molasses style. You know what I mean? It's a little bit slower. It's a little bit darker. She's chopped and screwed. Eh, I don't know if she's that slow. <laughs> All right, so number two, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Number three, Thank You, Next. Ariana Tall, bro. I've heard that one. <laughs> I, I have heard that that track by Ariana Tall. Okay, number four. Number six, Collaborations Project with Ed Sheeran. God, he sucks. Number five, Sean oh. Mendez. Sean Mendez. Self-titled, bro. Sean Menendez. There he is. Okay. Oh, here we go. Most stream podcasts. We're not Nordic. Yeah, right. Uh, the Joe Budden podcast with Roy and Mal, number one. I would never listen to that. I know. Number two, My Favorite Murder. Good for Georgia. Uh, number three, you know who that is? What you know? You've listened to that. My um, my the one of the hosts of my favorite murder, Georgia Hardstark, yeah. is married to one of the hosts of the We Watch Wrestling podcast. Vince oh, okay. Averill, so that's all. That's that. That is how that got on my radar. Okay, and uh, Fest and Flossig. Number f- do what? I, exactly. And number Gazuntite. Yeah. Number. Oh my gosh, we're doing sitcom humor over here. <laughs> <laughs> number five, the Misfits it's, podcast. It's getting late. What? What? Jerry, Jerry only has a podcast? Oh, boy. He's getting tired, folks. <laughs> okay, here's... Here, and here we go. Now we're going to A Decade Wrapped, Spotify's top list, 2010 to 2019. All right, A maybe Decade Wrapped. Wrap the decade, bro. Yeah, maybe this is what I should have just did from the beginning. <clears throat> okay, here we go. Most streamed artist of the decade, global, worldwide. Taylor Swift. Number one, Drake. Oh, of course. I number two, known. Ed Sheeran. Oh. Number three. I hate Ed Sheeran so much. Number three, Post Malone. Wow. Yo, number four, Ariana Tall, bro. <laughs> number, <laughs> number five, Eminem. A word? Slim Shady snuck in there? Yeah. Most streamed female artist of the decade. Ariana Tall, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Rihanna, Taylor Swift, Sia, and Beyonce. These are all global too, y'all. Yo. Okay, most streamed male. <laughs> oh my gosh, Beyonce out of here. You know what I'm saying? Most streamed male artists of the decade: Drake, Post Malone, Ed Sheeran, Post Malone, Eminem, and The Weeknd. Oh shit, my boy Lance's boy sneaking in there. Okay, now this is the, this is the end. This is the last thing. Wow, this segment sucked. The this most the, streamed track. Yeah, it's all the it's end. all the same thing. The Yo, listen streamed... to some more stuff, kids. I There's know. other music out there besides shitty-ass, ginger-headed Ed Sheeran. Damn. Shots fired. Pew, pew, pew. 
Most streamed tracks of the decade. Number one, guess who it is? Uh, Post Malone. Ed Sheeran. Shape of You, after you just bashed him. Oh, my God. Have you ever heard that song? <coughs> oh, it's so bad. Um, number two, Drake. Oh, wait. One, um, one, one by one? One, or one, one, one dance. Uh, one, well, fuck. <laughs> 21 Savage is number three. Oh, with that rock guy, star that guy sucks. That guy sucks too, dude. Listen to this guy. He doesn't have taste. We all love this music. <laughs> You're down with Twenty One Savage? No, I don't know. Uh, I do like Post Malone though. I, I can I can enjoy. It. What was that? Beer bongs and what was that? One album? I don't know. You do know it? No, I don't. I man. don't know. I, f- I forget what that album's called. But he does wear Crocs. So step off. Um, number four, Halsey and the Chainsmokers with Closer. And number five, thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran. So, guys, we heard in the last episode, or a few episodes ago, actually, TJ sent us his top song, which was Bob Dylan. What was his song called? I don't know. A bad Bob Dylan song from oh, the 80s. TJ. No, he said it was his least favorite, TJ. I thought. No, no I, I don't know. I think he said it was a little messed up, and he said that was his top song. He said... Uh, to give it a listen, I think it was. His, I don't know. Let me let me let me revisit that. Uh, You're gonna that go project. back and visit. Yeah, hang You're on. Go back and viz. Hang on a minute. Hold on, man. I still. <sighs> oh, I I miss. I wanted to leave my favorite song as of recently. I thought he said. Uh, yeah. Okay. Least, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten a chance to go back and listen to it. No, I feel bad. No, I feel bad that I shit on it. <laughs> well, don't don't feel bad, bro. You're giving your opinion, and opinions are like butts. Everybody's got them. And they all stink. And they're Ex- all tanned. Except for me. Oh, damn. <laughs> nice metaphysical mention, bro. <laughs> um, so, it occurred to me that uh, I didn't talk about the uh, Misfits show from December 14th, so maybe we'll, oh, yeah. maybe we'll spend a second on that. Yeah, let's do that, and we're probably going to call it a... Well, and then, we'll, uh, then we'll, uh, we'll give a quick look at some movies coming. We, okay. we talked about past movies. We'll give a we'll give a quick talk for about some future movies in Sounds 2020. Good. Then Let's we'll do it. then we'll say Bienvenue. Yeah. Whatever. Via con Dios. Via con Dios, and have a safe and happy 2020. There you go. Um. So the Misfits. Um. Uh, got their uh, midway through Agnostic Front set. Okay. Um. East Coast. West Coast. <laughs> Agnostic Front. Yeah. They're a New York City band. Yeah. Uh. Forget it. Forget it. <coughs> yes. Gotta, gotta, gotta go. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, um, sounding like Rick to life. Yeah, I don't know what, what the deal with his voice is nowadays, but it's it, it was... You did stream a little bit of live. Yeah. The first thing I heard, it was like... <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> Band from a uh, band called Twenty Five to Life are coming correct. Lead singer Rick to Heal Rick Healy. Rick, Rick Healy. to Healy, yeah. Rick to Life. Man lost his mind. He's... That's how he used to sing. He used to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, apologize. So they did. They did. They did. And yeah, Agnostic Front's not my thing. I mean, the older stuff's okay, but I just I can't get down with his vocals. Yeah, where was Twenty Five to Life on the Spotify review? You know what I'm saying? That's true, dude. Um, so they closed with Gotta Go. Okay. And right into Blitzkrieg Pop by the Ramones, which okay. was weird. That's odd. Uh, the Dropkick Murphys played next. Okay. Um, there, there's like 25 people in the band now, and they, they started with the intro from Do or Die, and then that was, they didn't play anything remotely old after that. Really? And yeah. Um. That's a bummer. The bass player, Ken, um, had been doing... Uh, 
uh, as the albums have gone on, has started had started splitting vocals quite a bit with Al the singer, and now like they just like dispensed with him playing bass. They just have a bass player and they have two lead singers now. I did see the video of both of them dancing on stage. Was... Yeah, and um, like look, they're so <coughs> like the drop kicks are so just like damn the drop kicks. Not even the Murphys. Go ahead. (laughs) I thought that was the colloquial term for them. Is it? Okay. I I thought so. Um, I didn't know that was the nomenclature. (laughs) The preferred nomenclature in the scene, bro. Um, Like, they're just... They're all about, like, you know, we're Irish and we're having fun. And it's like, they're so uh, superficial that I just... I I find it weird that people have such deep-seated hatred for them. Like they're so they're just nothing, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like I it's you. it's fine, right? You let know? it go. Yeah, it's it's. I didn't. They seem to be having fun. <laughs> it's just, their their newer music is not my thing, like because you know I don't tend to like music with accordions and mandolins and shit in it. But it okay. it was fine. Like it's 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 not that bad. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, and they they didn't play long either. You know, Agnostic Front played half an hour. Dropkick played forty or forty five minutes or something. And then, so at eleven, the show started at eleven at nine, and then at eleven oh five or so, the Misfits took, Misfits took the stage. Damn. Uh, they opened with Death Comes Ripping. Okay. Um, they um, <coughs> uh, Jerry Jerry only broke six bases over the course of over the course of the show. Oh my god! Uh, smashed them on the stage. Um, there was the sound was fucked up. There, although Danzig's voice was strong for yeah, from, for a sixty some year old man. Yeah, from the video that I saw, yeah, I was pretty impressed. Yeah, he was he sounded good. Um, they had another guitar player like hiding by the amps. That yeah. wasn't. Uh, I looked it up. It's a guy named AC Slade who played. Sure. He, he played. Ba- yes. Okay. Yes, he played bass in the band Dope. Okay. And he was also in the Murder Dolls. Oh, nice. Uh, the drummer was Dave Lombardo, who was the original drummer from Slayer. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, which was kind of sick. Wow. And um, so I think Danzig was calling the set on the fly. Really? Yeah, because he would like... First off, he he kept on saying, this is an old one, which like the last Misfits album came out in 1983. They're all old. Right, ones. exactly. Um but yeah, he like he kept on being like, so what do you guys want to? Do you guys want to hear something off Walk Among Us? You want to hear something off? And then um, it was weird. Like he would sort of um, direct uh, the the, ne- the 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 instructions for the next song to Jerry only. Like he'd be like, "All right, London Dungeon, Jerry." <laughs> it was it was it was very wow. strange. That's pretty cool. Though. Um, yeah, and they did. Um, <coughs> Uh, I was disappointed. There was a couple songs. They didn't do Bullet, which was uh, disappointing. Uh, they didn't do... They do an uh, encore. Did they come out and do an encore? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so No, sorry. They did Bullet. They didn't do She. Um, and they didn't do Attitude, which I thought was weird. Damn. Um, so the last regular song was... Hang on. Let's... let's Pull up the set list real quick. Oh, do they have the set list up on the intranet? Yeah. Everything they played? Yeah. That's interesting. You never been to setlist.fm? A, no, I have never been there. It's a very cool website. Oh, okay. Do yeah. they, they do set lists for what? For every band or just like. Yeah, tons of stuff. Okay. Yeah, like I like. Sometimes I'll go back and look at old shows that I went to years ago. Just refresh my memory. Um, <laughs> so, 
<laughs> last two of the regular set were Astro Zombies and Last Caress. And then the encore was Bullet, Night of the Living Dead, All Hell Breaks Loose. And then, of course, they ended with We Are 138. Okay. Um, they messed up. <laughs> they, were, they were pretty sloppy. <coughs> like, right. they, they messed up a few times. <laughs> like, probably most noticeably um, at the part where they're supposed to stop at the end when, when he goes, One last! They all kept playing by accident. And then, um, so, but then they stopped and they did, they had to do that part anyway. Oh, right, I got yeah. you. Yeah. So, and then Die Die, My Darling, they, they, they definitely played the end too much. And I was actually close enough. If, if you're not like a musician, uh, you might not have even noticed it, but I recognized the look on Lombardo's face at the end of Die Die, My Darling, which was like, okay, guys, when the fuck are we going to stop right. this? Yeah, look, yeah. I like, got you. I'm sure you've seen that look on your drummer's face once or twice. Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, for some reason, I found the sloppiness to kind of be part of the charm, if That's that makes cool. sense. Yeah, I, I saw that he stood out in front of the amp, out in front of the PA, and it started feeding back really bad, like they weren't prepared for it. Yeah, which was weird. Like you right. know, it's like a, it's like a big, complicated stage show. You would think. Right, they're they're on they're on point with that kind of crisp nap. But it's I mean, at the, on the other hand, like I I still don't understand how Doyle plays guitar. Like, oh yeah, when he does that pounding thing. Yeah, like like yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's all for show. I think that's what it's all for. Yeah, I mean? and Jerry and Jerry has a very strange bass playing technique too. Like, like I don't I don't know. It's just the the combination of things going on in the Misfits would be really bad in like any other setting, but for some reason it works for them. Rate the show. What do you give it? Um, like taking into account the opening acts. And the technical difficulties and the mutants in the crowd. Um, seven and a half. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, was, you can't take away that it was a bucket list experience. I gotcha. And it was an almost perfect set. I, I don't I don't have many objections to what they did and didn't nice. play. And there was also, <coughs> they, there was a video screen that changed with every song, too. Oh, the, yeah, with the Misfit Skulls flashing. Yeah, and, okay. like 20, and during 20 Eyes, and which my friend, <coughs> my friend Richie actually pointed out the fact that when they played 20 Eyes, there were actually 22 Eyes on the screen. Interesting. <laughs> very strange. And I'm sure that person was fired the very next show. <laughs> yeah, Danzig was like, how dare you put too many eyes? <laughs> exactly. Um, all right, so that was, that was the Misfit show. May, may very well be the last Misfit show ever. Who nice, knows? and you were there. You I, saw it. I was there, bro. I mean, I, there's really not many other... Um, I, I don't know that there's many other realistic bucket list bands for me at this point. Jawbreaker was on there up until last year. Hells yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, what was the band I found out? Going back to that, Saves the Day, bass player was in... Oh, uh, Glassjaw. Glassjaw. Yeah, yeah. That's how I got it mixed up, folks. Anyone I, can that could happen to anybody. Though. I do remember, especially that. me. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's let's take a look at the fifty-four most anticipated movies of twenty twenty, and then we're gonna then we're gonna call, call it, it a day. Yeah, and you can get out there and get over your hangover, guys. And obviously, we're uh, we're not going to talk about all of these. We're not going to go into deets. We're just going to list them and give a little deets. Yeah, uh, not major deets. Uh, January January third. Or uh, Lydia. The Grudge remake. Okay. Uh, 
really this is only we talked about how this movie sucked but the director uh, did direct I, the former punching bag The Eyes of My Mother so oh damn yeah so maybe that'll be interesting I, I'm gonna be interested in, I might see that uh, Bad Boys th- Bad Boys 3 Bad Boys for Life January 17th I'll be there I love that series I did see uh, they, they commented on that on SNL oh did they and I thought that was pretty hilarious the whole thing they were doing they were trying to talk about how Everyone's family at Thanksgiving talking about you know politics and stuff. Yeah, and they go to a family where Keenan's at the table. Okay, and the boat, the two families before were talking about Trump. One was uh. like, "We need to impeach Trump." And the next one was like, "Trump, how can he be impeached?" And the last one, Keenan's like, "I can't believe they're doing this." <laughs> Bad, Bad Boys, Boys Three. Three. <laughs> yeah. so, That's pretty funny. funny. Yeah. Um, the same day, January seventeenth, <coughs> another version of Doctor Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. I'll pass. Yep, pass. Uh, February seventh, uh, the Harley Quinn movie. I'll pass. I'm not. I'm not interested. What about you? Uh, I'll probably see it. I see all those comic book movies. I got you. Uh, February fourteenth, Sonic the Hedgehog. This is this is all the controversy. Right? Yeah, Whatever. yeah. There's a lot. There's a thing going around where it's like you have to go see this now because a studio actually listened to your feedback. Wow. That's- that's pretty cool that they did that. Yeah. Because they invested so much money in it originally, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I might check it out. Eh, who knows? Uh, Fantasy Island is being remade as a horror movie that comes out uh, February 14th. Fantasy Island with Tattoo? Yeah, and uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rourke. Oh, my gosh. Um, this movie's called Bloodshot. comes out uh, February 21st. Um, looks like a comic book movie starring Vin Diesel. Okay. I don't know. I guess I'd have to see the trailer. Uh, uh, Onward is a Pixar movie that comes uh, out March 6th. Uh, a Quiet Place, Part 2, March 20th. I'll definitely see that. The first one was sweet. Didn't see it, but I guess I'll have to go and see it. Um, Mulan, the live-action version, March 27th. I'll pass. Okay. Me as well. Uh, Cyborg, uh, April 3rd. Not a remake of the Jean-Claude Van Damme film. Uh, it's uh, the DC Comics uh, superhero. Like okay. I said, I'll probably see that just because I see all those comic book Is things. Gene in there? <laughs> I wish. Okay. Uh, the Lovebirds, 2020, starring Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail <sighs> Nanjiani and Issa Rae star in this <laughs> romantic comedy about a couple on the verge of a breakup who become embroiled in a murder mystery and must work together to clear their name. Yeah, I'll probably see that. Nope. Uh, the New Mutants, 2020, uh, April 3rd. I don't believe that's ever going to come out, so we're going to skip that. That's been delayed 14,000 times. <laughs> okay. Peter Rabbit 2, April 3rd, pass. Bye. Uh, James Bond, 25, No Time to Die, April 8th. You're going to see that. I'm in there, baby. Uh, Trolls World Tour, that's another animated film. I'll pass. Black Widow with Scarlet Joe, April 1st. I'm in there, baby. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the personal history of David Copperfield, oh. um, the reimagining of the Charles Dickens novel, May eighth. That could be interesting. Okay. Uh, Greyhound, twenty twenty. Uh, Will uh, uh, Will Smith. Uh, Tom Hanks, uh, World War Two film. Uh, command. Tom Hanks plays the commander of the naval ship Greyhound, which was pursued by German U-boats across the Atlantic Ocean, along with thirty-five other Allied ships. Huh. I mean, I'd need to see a trailer, but that sounds promising. Uh, if he's in it, I'll see it. I mean, is, is he part of the direct, direct, uh, directing? And all that kind no, of stuff, it's directed it? by a guy named Aaron Schneider, who okay. did a movie called Get Low that I didn't much care for. Um, Legally Blonde 3, May 8th. That's not for us. No, thank you. Uh, Barbie, May 8th. That's also not for us. 
speak for yourself. Uh. E. Starring Margot Robbie, huh? Interesting. Fast and Furious 9, May 22nd. Abso-fucking-lutely. Oh, my God. Abso-fucking-lutely. Uh, Artemis Fowl. <coughs> that comes out May 29th. Um, apparently, it's an adaptation of a popular book series. I don't know what it is. Okay, yeah, me either. Uh, June 5th, Wonder Woman, 1984. Sure. The first one was sweet. I didn't see it, but I watched it. <coughs> like I said... Uh, June 12th, a remake of The Candyman is coming. Oh, my gosh. Let it go. Yeah. I don't know. That that, that original is sweet, though. Yeah. Some uh, of my bees, right? Yeah. Uh, June 19th, Soul. That's another Pixar movie. Bye. Bye. Yeah, we're just running through these guys. We just want to get them out for you. We're trying to keep this one short for you. June 26th, uh, In the Fine. Heights. Uh, Crazy Rich Asians director adapts Lin-Manuel Miranda's breakout musical. So that's not for me. No. Uh, uh, June 26th, Top Gun Part 2, Maverick. Hell yeah. You're there on that. Hell yeah. Not interested. Does not interest me. Does not pull me in. July, Minions Part 2. That's Hell not, that's not no. for us. No, not for us. Uh, July 10th, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm struggling with yeah, that. Yeah, I'll see it. I, I, I don't have super high hopes. Uh, July 17th, Tenet, directed by Christopher Nolan. There's nothing really about that. Uh, there's a trailer, it was like 30 seconds long, but it's Christopher Nolan, so I'm in. Okay. Uh, July 24th, Disney's Jungle Cruise. Uh, I don't need to see, even with The Rock, I don't see need to see a movie that's based on a theme park ride. Uh, I don't know, you say you stand by The Rock, and that's, that's you ditching them. Okay, you're right, oh. I'll see it. Okay. Uh... Apparently there's another, <coughs> there's another Green Green Lantern movie coming July twenty oh fourth. Uh, Enough with the superhero movie. It doesn't say who's in it or anything. Nobody. So, yeah. Just gonna say the Green Hornet for an hour on the screen. Just the title. July thirty first, Morbius, based on the uh, Spider Man villain who suffers from a rare blood disease and inadvertently turns himself into a vampire in a misguided attempt to cure himself. Well, how about how about we, Jared well, Leto as the title character? What do we call about less BS. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted face the music, August twenty first. I'll see it. Hell's I'm there for that. Hell to the yeah. Yes. Um. Damn, there's a lot of movies on here. What, are we, what number are we at? Uh, we're on September. They're not numbered. Oh, okay. Uh, September 4th, uh, Monster Hunter. That's uh, a video game adaptation starring Mila Jovovich. I don't know. I'd have to see the trailer. Uh, September 11th, The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah, I'll probably see that. Uh-huh. No. Uh, September 18th, The King's Man, which is a prequel to the uh, Kingsman movies. Oh, really? Yeah. I might see that. Yeah, I would definitely see that. Uh, oh shit September 25th 2020 The Many Saints of Newark that's the Sopranos prequel movie really oh yeah oh, I'll see that oh fucking yeah that's awesome uh, September 25th Edgar Wright uh, the Shaun of the Dead guy okay um, it doesn't say anything it's called Last Night in Soho it doesn't say anything about the plot or anything but it's Edgar Wright so I'm intrigued nice um October 2nd, Bios. Tom Hanks is back, breaking our hearts again. Here he plays a sickly inventor and the last human left on a post-apocalyptic Earth who creates a robot to protect the life of his dog when he dies and keep them both company while he's alive. Wow, that sounds like a lot. Damn. Will said robot be as lovable as, say, Wilson? Time will tell. 
Man, that sounds like a tearjerker, bro. Yeah, that's interesting, though. God. Um, October 9th. This is, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, sounds like, uh, up, uh, wife of the show, Melissa's Alley. Go ahead. Death on the Nile. Uh, Kenneth Branagh starring as Her- Hercule Poirot. Uh, it's a sequel to, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, okay. Yes, you probably want to see that. Um, also starring Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Annette Benning, Rose Leslie, and Letitia White, Wright. Uh, Snake Eyes, October 16th. The remake of the Nicolas Cage movie in Atlantic City. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, no, this is the origin story for Snake Eyes, the uh, G.I. Gio oh Commando. <laughs> Enough of this bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so you're passing on that one? Yes. October 16th, Halloween Kills, sequel to the second remake of Halloween. Oh, um, October 16th, The Witches. Um, it's a Roald Dahl novel. Okay. Directed by Robert Zemeckis. That might be cool. Interesting. Possible. It might, it might be interesting. I don't know. November 6th, The Eternals. That's a Marvel movie. Bye. Angelina Jolie, Selma Hayek, Kumail Nanjiani. Uh, November 6th, uh, Ron's Gone Wrong. Set in a world in which robots have become kids' besties, uh, I'm against it just because of the use of that word, uh, Ron's Gone Wrong focuses on one 11-year-old boy who finds his robo-friend is busted. This sounds like it's not for us. Um, November 6th, <coughs> Stillwater. Matt Damon stars in this thriller about an Oklahoma oil rig worker who travels to Marseille, France, to unravel a mystery and clear his daughter's name when she is in prison for a crime she didn't commit. Yeah, I mean, that sounds okay. I don't know. It should be called Kinda Taken, then. You know what I'm saying? November 13th, Dwayne, <coughs> Dwayne Red Excuse Notice. Me? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, I'm it. Okay. Dwayne The Rock Johnson teams up with writer-director Ross and Michael Thurber for the third time for this film, which is said to be about an Interpol agent chasing after the world's most wanted art thief. Yeah, Oof. yeah, fuck yeah. November 20th, Godzilla versus King Kong. I don't think that needs any explanation. Yeah. What well, well, with that thief, that picture thief one, they should say there should be a line in it when they they don't catch the thief. You know, they stole the Picasso and this guy's over here picking his ass, so, you know what I'm saying? They should okay. It's getting late, man. I'm trying. That was a uh, no, failure. November 25th, Raya and the Last Dragon, an animated Disney film. Bye. <laughs> November 30th, Escape Room Part 2. Yeah, Bye. I'll see that. Are you? Yeah, uh, the first one was all right. Okay. Uh, December 18th, we're getting a remake of Dune. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's the guy, it's uh, the, the director is Dennis Villeneuve, who's done some films that I've quite enjoyed. Okay. Uh, starring Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac. Oh, Javier, Josh Brolin, I like him. Javier Bardem, Jason Momoa, okay. Dave Bautista. Oh, wait. Jason Momoa. Aquaman. Despise him. Interesting. Uh, Yo, bro. You hear that whole thing with the the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy where, like, he took a picture of himself working out and he had a bottle of water behind him? He was like, yo, bro, you look great, but what's up with that bottle of water? You can't use one-time-use plastics like that. No. And then the dude from Guardians of the Galaxy was like, dude, you're so right. I'm so sorry. It was it's pathetic. I mean, you shouldn't use one-time-use plastic. No, right? I agree, but but chill the fuck out. True, true. That, that could be sending a text message or a phone call. Don't <laughs> don't be posting and bragging like a 
Sarlacc. Coming in for a landing here, December 18th, okay. Uncharted, starring Tom Holland and Marky Mark Wahlberg. This Indiana Jones-styled action-adventure film based on the popular... Vi- oh, Uncharted, I've played that. Based on the popular video game series of the same name has been floating around in development for more than a decade. Yeah, okay. <coughs> Why not? Finally, December 23rd, we have The Crudes 2. I believe The Crudes is an animated film. So. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. So, dude, nice to know ya. Dude, oh, Goodbye. Dude, I wonder if you take out animated movies and uh, comic book movies, how many actual, or, and video game adaptations, how many movies there are remaining there. Yeah, all I gotta say is they, I don't know, I would, I would probably enjoy seeing those, though. I'm not really a fan of all these comic book and animated stuff, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I like them, but I'm also, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm Getting easy, sick I'm and tired easy to please. Oh, you're easy to please, okay. <laughs> so, the more the merrier, is that, is that where you're coming from? Listen to me, look at how tired I am. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up. Sorry, guys. We were out partying late last night. I we know, were ringing dude. in the new year. Got a hangover, bro. Ringing in 2020. Uh, that's a joke, by the way. Yeah, we're 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 uh we're a teetotaling podcast except for that one twisted tea I saw you drink that one time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't mind trying something, but I'm not gonna get Uncle Buck Wild and drink a bunch of them. You know what I'm God, saying? How many times have you said Uncle Buck Dude, Wild that's my today? Little thing. I'm trying to think of my catchphrase because <laughs> I always say Buck Wild. I'm like, no, Buck Wild doesn't sound good. <laughs> Uncle Buck Wild sounds way better. You used to just say Buck. Yeah, I said, well, I'll bring back the Buck. I'll bring back some Uncle Buck. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, listen. That's that's going to do it for the very first We're Not Nordic of 2020. Wow, it's going to take some getting used to. Yes. And we're going to be back next week, and we're going to be back every week after that. Um, you know, and uh, you're going to have to just deal with that. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. Take a hike, bozo. Um, yeah. You know, if you... Uh, we could always use some content ideas or some criticisms or some feedback. I know that TJ once told me, he says, I got a, pun- a bunch of punching bags that I can give you guys. Yeah, audience, pun- audience punching bags are welcome. Per- we will, we will distribute Exactly. We will distribute those evenly. Or or we'll watch them together and yeah. we'll view them together. True, dual punching bags. I have some ideas for uh, some new things we can try. And... Uh, we're going to keep rocking and rolling. Hopefully we can keep growing this thing. Yeah, and hopefully it'll be better than this episode. Just joking, Ew. this one rolled. <laughs> <coughs> well, we did talk about <coughs> Metaphysical Megan earlier. We did. So, anything with her. And we coughed a whole bunch. We did. It was It was really, it was a journey, man. Yeah, hopefully you stuck with it and enjoyed it. <laughs> and uh, Happy New Year, seriously. Uh, happy and healthy New Year to you and yours. And uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. And uh, remember, of course, that we are not Not Nordic. Nordic. Bye.